there has been in my life, as there has been, is not due to anybody else. It is giving me back for the sorrow, which in my ignorance I may have caused to those people around. The very understanding of this, that it is our responsibility, makes it easier. And there is no point in blaming our parents, blaming our partner, blaming our children, blaming, blaming our society for getting upset. As the Buddha puts it brilliantly, you get upset because you are upsetable. There is an end of it, you know. And the way not to get upset is to become unupsetable. Thomas Akampis now will go on with this very important topic in the spiritual life, not only in this chapter, but in the chapter that follows on temptation. There's a close connection between temptation and turmoil. <laughs> it is good that we be sometimes contradicted and that there be an evil or a lessening conceit ahead of us. And this although we do and intend well. Those who have always had yes people around them, particularly in politics, get very opinionated, get very aggressive and tend to force their opinions on the people. This has been the unfortunate tragedy about Hitler, about Mussolini, and I was reading about the last days of Hitler, where if somebody just said no, he would scream like a little child, fall down and throw a tantrum. In You and Me Too, there is a tendency. We may not scream, but we may curse. <laughs> we may not fall down, but we may get a slant. <laughs> this is the same tendency, particularly when children are growing up, one of the coveted privileges of the parents is to be able to say no to them tenderly, firmly, as many times as it is necessary to say. And unfortunately, unless you have a certain amount of detachment, from your own ego, this is not possible. You'll find it is these children who haven't had no, no, no said to them a hundred times if necessary in early life, who become incapable of any kind of listening to any kind of self-criticism, who become unable to withstand any opposition, whose ability to tolerate frustration, which is part of life, becomes negligible. If I may draw from my own example to our nieces, why oh, say no right and left? Because I try to keep their permanent welfare all the time, and they don't get resentful, they don't get hostile, they don't get agitated, because they know that to the very best extent, it is possible for me, I keep their welfare all the time in front of my eyes and subordinate my own pleasure and profit to their welfare. 
So in order to be able to say no to children, you have to put their welfare first. And any parent who does it, any older person who does it, may be quite certain that no child, no teenager even, will ever harbor any resentment or hostility against such helpful, healthy, necessary criticism. These things help often to the attaining of humility and defend us from vain glory. For then we chiefly seek God for our inward witness, when outwardly we be condemned by men and when there is no credit given unto us. After all is said and done, even the greatest mystic has never escaped calumny. From the days of Jesus the Christ up to the time of...